Three years ago today, New York and New Jersey were battered by Sandy, a storm that caused an estimated 114 deaths and more than $78 billion in damage. In New Jersey, the National Guard had to rescue residents from several cities. Some 2.6 million people were left without power for days, and tens of thousands of homes suffered major damage. We're joined now by Scott Gurian, who's been on the story since the night of the storm for New Jersey Public Radio and NJSpotlight.com. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. So, you know, th- there are going to be all kinds of commemorations and events to mark the third anniversary of Sandy making landfall in the area. The governor and his cabinet members are holding news conferences in communities that were hit hard by, by the storm. But at the same time, there are protesters outside the State House in Trenton. What's that about? Right. Uh, these are members of a group called the New Jersey Organizing Project. The, they arrived on uh, Tuesday earlier this week, and they'll be there through Friday. And the group consists of several Sandy victims from around the state, many of whom themselves are still displaced from their homes. And they're calling on Governor Christie to, quote, finish the job of the storm recovery. Well, you know, in the weeks and months after the storm, Governor Christie's popularity in the state skyrocketed. He received uh, high marks for his handling of the storm from both Republicans and Democrats. Uh, That bipartisan support actually allowed him to to cruise to reelection in 2013. But here we are three years later. How do New Jersey residents grade the state's handling of the storm recovery efforts? For whatever progress there's been, many people, I think, remain impatient and frustrated with the pace of things. Uh, There was a Monmouth University poll that came out yesterday. It said that 60 percent of Sandy victims, including many uh, who have completed construction, are still dissatisfied with the state's recovery efforts. And two thirds said that they felt that people like them had been forgotten. Um, Equally concerning, about 12 percent of respondents considered themselves permanently displaced, meaning that they don't expect to ever be able to return home. And a new Rutgers-Eagleton survey out today found that more than half of New Jerseyans believe the state has still not fully recovered. And well, how many people are back in their homes at this point and how many are still waiting to return home? Well, uh, by one metric, uh, there were 8,000 people who applied and are waiting for aid through New Jersey's largest grant program. And uh, the vast majority of them have received at least an initial payment. And uh, state officials say about $7 million is now being handed out to homeowners and about 50 homes are completing uh, construction every week, which all you know sounds pretty impressive. But if you look at the number of grant recipients who've been able to actually finish rebuilding their homes at this point, three years after the storm, it's only 2,000 or about a quarter of that total 8,000. So we still have a long way to go. You have an article up on njspotlight.com this morning detailing five lessons learned from Sandy. Tell us about that. Right. Um, I reached out to a handful of different groups and individuals who've been closely involved with the Sandy Sandy, uh, recovery here in New Jersey, and I got a variety of different responses. Um, Adam Gordon with the Fair Share Housing Center, which is an advocacy group for low-income homeowners and renters, he said that you need to have a more defined and coherent strategy going into a disaster recovery so that, you know, all parts fit together and, uh, you know, smaller uh, problems don't mushroom into larger ones. For example, he said storm victims should have been allowed to fill out a single application for all the various grant programs instead of, you know, dealing with tons of paperwork and bureaucracy that they ended up dealing with um, and all the headaches and resulting frustration for everyone involved. Um, For Amanda DeVecca Rainier with the New Jersey Organizing Project, that group camped out in front of the State House all week in Trenton. Uh, Her key takeaway is that state officials need to to do uh, a better job, including disaster victims themselves, in the recovery planning and decision-making process. Um, After all, they're the ones on the ground with the first-hand knowledge and experience, so they need to have a seat at the table. Scott Green has reported on Sandy Recovery for New Jersey Public Radio and NJSpotlight.com. Scott, as always, thanks so much. You're welcome. This is WNYC.